Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And I'm Dale. And this week's game is not a game. It is the Nintendo Power Nestor Awards from 1993. That's right, friends. This is the 1993 former Nestors. It is now just the Nintendo Power Awards. It's a more serious awards ceremony this time around. that's, that's true. And uh, it is not just Nick and I. This week we are joined by our third pillar. Dale is here with us. Hey, friends. Thanks for having me once again. And I'd like to say congratulations on 300 episodes, guys. Thank you oh, so much. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you've always, uh, for the past year or so, been a big part of that and help. Well, more so than a year, I think, at this point. It's just time dilates in a way that it's frightening as you get older. <laughs> but yeah, I feel uh, like I've become the little brother of the show, the one that oh. you give the Mad Cats controller with the broken D-pad before you play Marvel. <laughs> Sadly, oh. that's most of my controllers uh, on the old systems. <laughs> when for, for the longest time, you know. I think the GameCube, I only ever had one real controller for. Oh, wow. And, you know, that was a broke point of my life. <laughs> I, I feel you. Right out of college. <laughs> and a weird controller to boot. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, you've listened to us talk about them before, but it's been quite a while, almost 100 episodes since our last. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through each category. And, you know, this year is an interesting time because we have Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Game Boy all represented here. That's right. But uh, Nintendo's representation is starting to dwindle as the console is nearing its its final days so this this is probably the last year i think i I probably i know it's it's down to about three nominees versus uh the super nintendo's eight so a little less action but that doesn't mean that there aren't some good games out there no in fact some of the best games on the system are being released at this point (laughs) and some of the most valuable (laughs) for sure for sure Well, without further ado, let's get right into our first category. Some of these might sound a little familiar to you, folks. Best graphics and sound. And the first system in our best graphics and sound category is the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, this is the end of its lifespan, so it's really getting pushed to its limits here as far as graphics and sound are concerned. Mm-hmm. And there are only three representatives in the category, as uh, Nick said earlier. We've got Kirby's Adventure. Mega Man 5, and Battletoads, and Double Dragon. Now, uh, have we pl- all played all three of these? Uh, no. I, I own... played Battletoads and Double Dragon. The other two, yes. That's I own that game. On, for NES? Battletoads and Double Dragon? Uh, yes, I inherited it. It's one of those like uh, little brother games. Someone bought it oh. for my little brother, I'm sure, on clearance. Uh, okay. He barely played it, and because of that, I own it. I always wanted to play that game. That was one of the first games as a kid that I saw where there was a crossover between two different IPs. And I was like, what? You can play with Battletoads and Double Dragon at the same time? That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. It was a crossover for the ages. And I, hopefully I, it's better than just Battletoads. I I hope so. I don't know. I, I've always been intrigued, but never I never played any of the Double Dragons past three as well as any Battletoads past the first one. But Kirby's Adventure... I've definitely played and Mega Man five. I've only played a little long, long ago, so I don't really remember it. We haven't hit that one for the podcast where it, it's it's coming up, though, baby. Oh, yeah. So in third place was Battletoads and Double Dragon, probably deservedly so. In Agreed. second place, Kirby's Adventure with first place going to Mega Man five. 
Ooh. Mm, I would have gone for Kirby personally. I think so. I mean, Mega Man 5, uh, you know, I've looked at some screenshots and it looks just like more Mega Man. It doesn't really look to be anything groundbreaking. Yeah, I mean, unless it has a couple of some crazy bosses, you know. Uh... Yeah. And I mean, we all love Kirby here. And that game has just some killer music, some really cool giant sprites. There's a lot to love about uh, just the volume of sprites and and levels. Yeah. Going to have to disagree with the old Nintendo power on that category. Popularity contest. And next up, we have the Game Boy. That's right. And the nominees for Best Graphics and Sound on the Game Boy are Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Mega Man 4, Kid Dracula, Mega Man 3, and Jurassic Park. That is an interesting list. I will say Kid Dracula has been on my list for a long time. That's That game's got some really good looking sprite work. Yeah, it, uh, it does. I don't yeah. know anything about the Jurassic Park game for this system. Yeah, me either. And I, But I do, man, Mega Man hitting the list twice. They are really cranking them out on the Game Boy this year. Yeah. I think we know where Vegas odds are on this one, though. And the winners are in third place. The aforementioned mysterious Jurassic Park. Okay. In second place, Mega Man 4. And yeah. in first place, I think surprising no one is... The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Pretty popular game. Uh, Might be yes. hearing from it again. Maybe one of the, maybe the best game on the Game Boy. It's up there. It's <laughs> definitely it's my up number there. one for sure. Uh, I mean, the, the Mount Rushmore Game Boy games is what that Donkey Kong 94, maybe Samus Returns. Yeah, uh, Kid Icarus, I put that up there. I would as well. This is the Superior Icarus. All right, next up we have the Super Nintendo. All right, for best graphics and sound for the Super Nintendo, our nominees are Clay Fighter, Jurassic Park, The Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse, Super Empire Strikes Back, Star Fox, Mortal Kombat, Secret of Mana, and Aladdin. This is one heck of a stacked category. Yes, and almost all of these are are notable <laughs> graphically, yeah. you know, uh, uh, from the top to bottom, really. I feel like uh, Mortal Kombat's kind of, and Clay Fighter are the weakest links of this one. I would agree. Uh, you know, they don't have as much going on. And, you know, this sadly, this is the Mortal Kombat that does not have any blood in it. Yes. Yeah, all sweat in this one, baby. Yeah. Interesting you say that, because Mortal Kombat was huge when it came out. People thought that was the Super Street Fighter killer. So it was very popular when it dropped. It was, but this the Super Nintendo version vastly undersold compared to the Genesis one because it had a code for blood. And, you know, as the burgeoning edgelords we all were in the <laughs> early 90s, we, we wanted all the blood and gore we could get in our games. I Yeah, yeah. And I even think the the play of the Sega Genesis version is, is superior, actually, but... That's just me. And, and then uh, Magical have... Quest starring Mickey Mouse might be my sleeper favorite of this list, if I'm being honest. It's a I, good one that we've, it we've played. It's 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 pretty tight. And with Aladdin, Disney was really putting their money into making their Super Nintendo games look great. I mean, the animations were always top notch on these. Definitely. man. And, and, you know, Super Empire Strikes Back is no slouch. It has uh, the fun Mode 7 Hoth levels, lots of voice clips and music that sounds straight out of the soundtrack of the movie. So it, it, it brings a lot to the table. Definitely. I think this was for me the first time that like, you know, you had the score done in a actual orchestral style, not just beeps and boops for the Star Wars games. And yeah. you're like, I felt like, oh, I'm in it. This is it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, in third place is Secret of Mana. 
which is a game that I have tried to play, but it beat me into submission and I gave up. Maybe I'll come back to it. It's oh. a it's a real good two player. Really? OK. If you can find a, a co-op couch co-op player, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, our runner up in second place is Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not sure I feel about that. And then in first for best graphics and sound for the Super Nintendo is Star Fox. Oh, that Super FX chip. Yeah. Pulling it into the first place. And, you know, we went back and covered it. And, it, you know, it does look better than I remember. They really, they, they knew what they could work with and they stuck to it. They didn't try to get too fancy with that Super FX chip, but. I think for my money, I would still say Secret of Mana. I just like the looks of it better. I mean, personally, I would agree. I, I think Secret of Mana, in addition to its lush sprite work, it has a really great, the the music is is beautiful. I can hear it in my head right now. <laughs> but I, I can understand Star Fox getting getting more attention. In there. And there's a lot to be said for the fast-paced gameplay of the, the polygons on such an early system. True. I think we'll see Secret of Mana back again in uh, best use of Santa Claus in the game. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I think Star Fox does have one of my favorite soundtracks of the Super Nintendo. Sometimes I just throw that on to listen to, you know, on the way to work or something. Yeah, yeah. I need to listen to that. Give that more of a listen because it's like many shooters. If you're playing it, it gets drowned out in a a sea of pew pews. And just the stress of trying to get through some of those hard levels. (laughs) Next category is theme and fun. Nick. Would you like to start with the NES games? I would love to, sir. The nominees for Best Theme and Fun are Mega Man 5, Kirby's Adventure, Yoshi's Cookie, and Battletoads and Double Dragon. Now, Yoshi's Cookie is a puzzle game that I don't know if I've ever played more than like 20 seconds of. Yeah, I've only played a little. Uh, it, it's all right. It's pretty solid, but uh, I've never... Uh, I don't know. I haven't given it the full attention I have. You know, I've played more Wario's Woods than that. Well, yeah, I mean, that is on many systems that, that to me, Wario's Woods holds a special place as being one of the better Animal Crossing games you could get in the first Animal Crossing. And, oh, yeah, that's true. And, yeah, that's probably, that's the first time I played it was on your Animal Crossing. But uh, I also, Yoshi's Cookie, I frequently get it confused with Yoshi. The Same. game on NES. That's also a puzzle game, right? Like, Yeah. And uh, for me buying a puzzle game for the nas was like a non-starter that was just never going to happen yeah if it wasn't a gift i don't know that i want an adventure exactly uh to me what that was the game boy that's where puzzle games lived right right what about you dale any uh you play any of these bad boys so yoshi's cookie i have but i've never actually popped it in for the same reason which is Mm. if i'm gonna play a puzzle game it's probably gonna be on a game boy or a handheld Aforementioned Battletoads and Double Dragon, always wanted to play. It's been on the list, just never done it. And then uh, the other two, absolutely love those games. Sure. Well, buckle your safety belts because the winners for the NES theme and fun are in third place, Battletoads and Double Dragon, mm-hmm. second place, Kirby's Adventure, and in first place, Mega Man 5. Ooh, <laughs> I, feel like Mega Man 5. I've heard, I feel like I've heard this one before. Yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> and um, I I know I haven't played Mega Man 5, but there's no way it beats Kirby's Adventure for theme and fun. It's it's tough to imagine, I think. <laughs> Robbed twice in a row. Oh, poor Kirby. Second place again. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. All right, now we'll move on to the Game Boy for best theme and fun. 
Our nominees are going to be Jurassic Park, Kid Dracula, Kirby's Pinball Land, and Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. All right, a good a good mix. We've covered a chunk of these. Yeah, definitely. Have you guys played Kirby's Pinball Land? I haven't touched that one. I ha- No, I don't think we have. I was, I was actually just looking it up right now. <laughs> I've, I've made Nick play so many uh, weird pinball offshoots. I don't think we've, we've hit that one yet. You guys actually of- discussed on episode 200 that uh, Nick is not a fan of digital pinball games. The real, the real thing, yeah, but I kind of I see where you're coming from with that one. Yeah, I don't know. I, over the years, I may soften on it. I don't know, but it, it just seemed like a weird thing to me, as, especially growing up. The ones that have something extra, a little more flavor than just traditional pinball. Yeah. You know, you, you can get into them by having that extra dimension you wouldn't have in the arcades. So, you know, but definitely uh, I'll make him play it at some point. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's see if we have an upset here. In third place is Jurassic Park. Our runner up in second place is Kirby's Pinball Land. And unsurprisingly, again, our winner for best theme and fun for Game Boy is Link's Awakening. Ooh, yeah. Well, the juggernaut continues. Yeah, I I can't argue with that at all. Have you gents played the Switch remake that came out a year or two ago? No, because it came out right after we re- did it for the podcast. So I was just already had gone through it. <laughs> um, I think I will pick it up at some point. I'd definitely like to, even if it's just to see it in like more than four colors, you know? Yeah, it looks amazing. And now, best theme and fun for the Super Nintendo. Our nominees are The Lost Vikings, Super Bomberman, Star Fox, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Empire Strikes Back, and Super Mario All-Stars, and Secret of Mana. There's a... Uh... Any World of Warcraft players out there and you want to go back and see what Blizzard was doing in 1993, check out The Lost Vikings. It's one of my favorites. I was checking it out. That was a that was a multiple rental for me. It's it's a really fun game. Like I, I was kind of disappointed when I first got it because I was expecting just like a straight up action platformer kind of with slight. It was more puzzle than I thought, but it sucked me in. It's a really fun and an interesting game. Totally. And there's a ton of levels. I, I used to play this with my dad all the time. We could never get to the end, but it's. It's super it's fun, kind of, super challenging. And a really fun, goofy sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, it, it's the only one I've played much of, but I many years later, well, I think Dale will know too, at a certain job on an Air Force base, there used to be a Super Bomberman. I was just going to say, I also <laughs> played that Super Bomberman at that same uh, job for many an afternoon. Yeah, and I, I never appreciated Bomberman before. I never understood it or gave it a chance, but that that made me understand. That's a fun one too. Whose copy of Super Bomberman was that? No Where did clue. it come from? I have no clue. Yeah. Uh so we've got that. We talked about Super Empire Strikes Back and Star Fox a bit. Now this is our first appearance of Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, which which was a, a not a huge deal because it didn't come with the extra characters yet. But what would you, that be? Do you know can you that's can you super. remember the, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure what year, but this one definitely, it sped it up and had, you could do fighter versus fighter. You couldn't do that in the previous, the World Warrior. I, yes. I mean, this one made match. the gameplay a lot faster, but uh, you're still missing characters like Cammy and T-Hawk um, yeah. and a couple more. But this is uh, the game we played uh, tournament-wise at your bachelor party, correct? <laughs> yes, that's true. All right. <laughs> I almost won that tournament. I did so awful. I blame it on alcohol. Yeah, well, I think a lot of us can. <laughs> now, we also have Super Mario All-Stars in here. And uh, I think that's kind of a cheat. Yeah, in a way. I mean, 
But I'm going to go on the record as saying I am not a huge fan of this game. I don't I don't love the look of it. I think it feels weird to play Mario 2 with those those sprites. It loses a little something, I think. There, there's something about the graphical simplicity of the original ones, especially Mario 2, I think. I don't know. I, I didn't play a lot of Mario 3 on here, but yeah. I did play through the Lost Levels with friend of the show Bill back in high school, and it was, it was rough. Yeah, this, I think, is America's first uh, encounter with the Lost Levels or Mario 2 in Japan, and this is, is where we all just learned it was punishing and evil. <laughs> it's a truly a cruel mistress. So in third place for theme and fun, we have Street Fighter 2 Turbo. In second place, Super Mario All-Stars. And in first place, Secret of Mana. Finally gets its uh, day in the sun. Which is it really says something for uh, an action RPG to beat these all these more standard I guess the Lost Vikings exception, you know, like action type game. You know, I, I don't know. It's a it's a yeah, good in terms one. of themes and fun. I feel like you could throw any of these games in a hopper and just pull one out. And we'd be like, yep, that deserves it. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to move on to best challenge. Next up, we've got the Nintendo Entertainment System. Our nominees this year are going to be Kirby's Adventure, Fire and Ice, Mega Man 5 again, and Tetris 2. Now. Tetris 2, what does that bring to the table? Because I know it does not bring two-player Tetris to the table. Is that the one that has bombs? I think it might, because you don't get two-player Tetris until Super Nintendo. I think I don't know, man. I, I never played Tetris 2. I never played Fire and Ice. Although I was, I, and I'm still interested in it because it's like the sequel to Solomon's Key, right? It looks like it from the screenshot I'm looking at right now. <laughs> yes, it is. I also never played Tetris 2. I didn't know that they made one on the NES, but I guess this is a little late in the life cycle. So yeah, I mean, try to get as ring every dollar they can out of their <laughs> Tetris checks. Now, the Tetris 2 was also made by Bullet Software, so same people as the uh, Game Boy one. Cool. All right, fellas, we ready to figure out who won this? I think it's going to be an easy, easy call. I would agree with that sentiment. In number three position is Fire and Ice, beating surprisingly Kirby's Adventure. Uh, that puts Tetris 2 as our runner-up and Mega Man 5 as our winner. Now, if they're going as pure challenge, I think that's pretty accurate because uh, Kirby is not a hard game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would throw my hat in the ring and say that I'm guessing Fire and Ice is really hard once you get towards those later levels. I mean, maybe. I know Solomon's Key doesn't take any prisoners, if if I remember correctly. (laughs) Those style of games are usually pretty challenging, all in all. And if we're talking about Tetris, I mean, how do we how do we gauge the difficulty there? Because if you're playing on the hardest setting in Tetris, uh, if yeah. it's anything like the first one, it's insane. Well, not to time date this episode, but uh, a young man just beat the got the final kill screen in Tetris after 30 some years. So, yeah, obviously, That's there's some challenge to be had there. That is insane. I remember reading about it. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, it's it's nuts. All right. Next, we have the best challenge for Game Boy. Our nominees are. Ultima, Runes of Virtue 2, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Tetris 2 for Game Boy, Mega Man 4, and Kirby's Pinball Land. Uh, This is a Nick question, I'm I'm guessing. Have you ever played Ultima, any of them, for the Game Boy? 
No, I haven't. Um, I, I fell off Ultima in a post NES world, pretty much. So I, I've never, I've never played them, and definitely not on the Game Boy. So I, I believe, at least from probably reading Nintendo Power, I think this is kind of more of an action RPG ish version mm-hmm. but uh i cannot speak to its challenge i only ever played ultima 4 on the nes it's my whole experience with ultima and i've never played a single ultima that's <laughs> it's a good one i think now the winners in third place for challenge on game boy tetris 2 second place ultima runes of virtue 2 and in first place Link's awakening Perhaps the easiest of all of the Zeldas to beat. <laughs> mm. And this one best challenge? Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it makes me wonder. Maybe maybe all the other games are just real pushovers. I, I want to say that Mega Man one's probably harder, but we'll find out yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. For best challenge on the Super Nintendo, the nominees are Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Mario All-Stars, Star Fox, Shadow Run, hmm? Secret of Mana, and Alien Cubed. I mean, Alien 3. <laughs> Alien 3. Very interesting. I I really liked that movie when it came out. It's the Alien movie I've seen the most. That's truly bizarre. But that is bizarre. Hey, man, I, there's a bunch of weird movies from the early 90s that my mom would... Is it, I say, is that the power of cable? She, she would rent <laughs> movies like while we're at school and be like, hey, I taped a movie for you. And they were very strange. You know, and this was one yeah. of them. So I, the I saw it a lot variety. back then. But, but, you know, that being said, it's also the movie I remember the least. So there you go. Nick, what's this Shadowrun game? That sounds interesting. I don't know. It just makes me want to scream Nirwanda. <laughs> no, I thought that was a game for the Genesis. Oh, it's both, my friend. <laughs> I know. Let's we'll check that out. <laughs> There's a few episodes you can go back and listen to. Now, I have never played Alien uh, 3, the game. I haven't either. It's one where the, I know the, the Super Nintendo and the Genesis are both like different versions, I think. So hmm. it'd be fun to compare someday. I really did enjoy the Alien arcade game that was out around this time. Or Aliens arcade game. Oh, yeah. And that one was pretty good. In terms of challenge, I remember playing Empire Strikes Back at my aunt's house when I was a kid, and this game beat me into submission. So that that would be <laughs> all, my all, personal pick. All of the Star Wars uh, games for Nintendo, Super Nintendo, they're all very challenging. Yeah, the dark side is strong with those the, ones. Yeah, yeah. And the, the fight against Vader at the end is insane, if I remember correctly. Never even got close. <laughs> well... That being said, in third place, we have Super Empire Strikes Back. In second place is Secret of Mana. And in first place is Star Fox. Which is a challenging game if you take if you take the hardest route, the third route. I I mean, I can kind of see it. Secret of Mana, no way. I don't understand. It's an RPG, so you can grind yourself and use that magic twitch. To, like, you can max out your damage by casting spells so fast before the game can respond. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I didn't think it was a hard game. It was just grindy, you know, but I, I guess that's kind of one and the same for an RPG. Yeah, for sure. Well, our next category is play control. And for the Nintendo, we have a, and it's best play control. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm so used to our end of the episode <laughs> categories. Uh, and best play control for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Our nominees are Battletoads and Double Dragon, Mega Man 5, Kirby's Adventure, and DuckTales 2. Ooh. 
a woohoo boogaloo. <laughs> need to play some DuckTales too. I've only barely played the NES one, uh, but even I've if only it's played just, the NES one as well, yeah. Even if it's just more DuckTales, that's that's a good thing in my book. It is. Um, getting a lot of great ideas for future episodes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already talked about all the others, so we'll get right into the winners in third place. Kirby's Adventure in second place. I can't believe this. Battletoads and Double Dragon. <laughs> Oof. I can assure you it does not control better than Kirby's Adventure. <laughs> I was and in the same thing. <laughs> first place, controlling like he has for every other game, Mega Man. This time yeah. for the fifth time. Now I feel is, like that that's all backwards. Is this the Mega Man where you get the jetpack or is that six? It's a great question. Uh, that that's the only one I could see maybe getting a boost. I, I, I cannot think, believe. I think that's six, Nick. I'm per, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I I just am. This should 100 percent be Kirby's Adventure. It Here, acts. let me find out real quick. I'm going to yell. Uh, my son is back from college for the weekend. Oh, let's find out. Hold on. Which Mega Man NES games does he get the jetpack? Jetpacks in six. Okay, there you have it. Mm, one point. The definitive three. source of my house uh, from, on Mega from Man. the from the halls of academia. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised that Mega Man 5 is is when I guess I'm not that surprised because it's sort of slim pickings at this point for the NES itself. But Mega Man X came out in 1993 as well, which was the hotness. Yeah, I'm sure in the next uh, Nesters, it will be cleaning up. And for best play control on the Game Boy, the nominees are Mega Man 3, Mega Man 4, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Kirby Pinball Land and Felix the Cat. Felix the Cat, huh? Yeah, yeah. I uh, never played it on Game Boy. I've piddled around with it on NES a bit, and it's all right from what I could tell. Intriguing, I guess. It's a Hudson Soft game. Yeah, I, I so I, yeah, I'm assuming it would bring more of its platformy goodness to the Game Boy. And but, more interesting to me is we've got two Mega Mans in here. Yeah, again, they're loaded in for much like really in cranking them out. I know. How can you keep up? Well, I guess, you know, if you already have all the sprite tiles made on the Game Boy, they're not really probably revamping those graphics much. And if I remember correctly, uh, the Game Boy ones are featuring, they don't have new bosses. No. There was like a mix of boxes, boxes of bosses in their little boxes when you choose them, (laughs) but from uh, other games. Yeah. Was there a Felix the Cat cartoon going on at this time, or was this just in the public domain? Or, or what's. I, <laughs> he was in public domain at this point, but yeah, I don't think there was a Felix the Cat cartoon. It, um, I, it's I don't know definitely. who the last generation was that really enjoyed Felix the Cat, but I, uh, yeah, I do. I, I did find out some interesting trivia that Elwood Blues of the Blues Brothers, uh-huh. he is based on Felix the Cat. How? Well, that's what he that briefcase he carries. That's like uh, Felix's oh. magic bag. Okay, and he can pull the harmonica or whatever he needs out of that briefcase, just as Felix can pull whatever he needs out of his bag. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I heard it from Dan Aykroyd's mouth. Has well, not personally, but on a on a podcast. Eric, were you hanging out with Dan Aykroyd's mouth? I wish <laughs> I'd share a bottle of Crystal Skull vodka <laughs> and get into some deep Ghostbusters talk. I want to hear all about his bizarro. 300 page visiting hell first draft of ghostbusters one an artist vision squashed <laughs> and the winners are in third place kirby's pinball land in second place Mega Man four and you guessed it in first place it's Link felix awakening. Oh, not <laughs> felix the cat felix's awakening no you said it was what it is link's awakening 
gotcha okay yes uh i see a trend here i yeah can't can't fault them for that uh selection i guess no not at all all right moving on to best play control for the super nintendo entertainment system we've got aladdin super street fighter 2 turbo star fox cool spot and super mario all-stars now cool spot for super nintendo i've never played i've rented that a few times yeah i I spent probably more time than i should have playing that game now that's not a sequel to the othello spot game correct (laughs) no it's a it's a platformer game yeah i know i know oh okay okay i I thought you had played it it's one i remember renting and being like oh this is pretty decent and then later being like oh there's one on nes and renting that and being like this was not decent because well the nes one was a different game wasn't it yeah that's the othello one yeah okay yeah yeah which really burnt because guess what i owned othello for nes so i rented a cup where i was like you gotta be kidding me ouch you should have looked harder at the back of that box i should have looked uh, at all uh and we have- bizarre that it was a, a- soda mascot that we were playing as yeah you know <laughs> seven up now aladdin we've covered both versions mm-hmm. and i think we we did agree that the super nintendo version does look better but we liked the play control of the, of the genesis one more Was yeah i thought yeah i think so uh I, I the you could say that aladdin controls better in a certain way because it is tighter and it but it's just it's a much more simple just like platformer i feel like there's at least a little more going on in the in the genesis version yeah remember right all right well our third place winner is aladdin and our runner-up in second place is star fox and that leaves number one which is street fighter 2 turbo Oh, I can see that. I mean, it is the most complicated game I, yeah. released at this point for a, a home console, I think, control-wise. I, I oh, would yeah, this, agree. This game brought combos and fighting games into the limelight and really made what they are today. And this is the first time you were really using every button on this Super Nintendo controller that, for its day, was kind of mind-blowing that not only did we just increase the face buttons to four, but two shoulder mm-hmm. buttons, like, and we've discussed this in the past, but when you first saw that in Nintendo Power, you were like, can I do that? Can can I do that many things at once? I don't, I don't know if I'm man enough for this. I would say this is the first category I've really uh, agreed with. I, I definitely do. Yeah, I'd say that's on point. All right, so our next category is going to be Best Hero. And this category is going to include all the systems this year. So our nominees are going to be the Lost Vikings. I guess all three of them. Link from A Link to the Past. Arrow the Acrobat, Bubsy, Batman, Fox McCloud, Luke Skywalker, Mario, Mega Man, and Kirby. I think I would really love to see like a giant uh, poster drawing of each of these categories. I want to see all these people hanging out together. (laughs) There's a lot of nominees here, too. What is Bubsy's drink of choice? (laughs) Yeah, like Batman and Luke Skywalker are like talking about something. Arrow the Acrobat, not nearly on the level of any of these other characters. <laughs> I like Arrow. Uh, that game was fun. Yeah, but I mean, like them and the Lost Vikings, like, you know, they're at a table <laughs> corner. This is not. Well, Lost Vikings is three. It's a what a heck of a deal. Yeah. Uh, well, this category is just bizarre because there's like I, I, you just vote for your favorite game, I'm guessing, because there's no way these aren't, you know, compatible characters. You can't really. Yeah, it's not really. I don't know. They're. <laughs> 
I wish they had power rankings. I want to see. Well, and, you know, some of them where you're like Link or or even Mega Man or, you know, we've spent a lot of games with these. We kind of know them. And then or or whereas Bubsy, it's like, how would you describe him? He's like a sweater enthusiast or, you know, at least having some claws encounters of the <laughs> furred kind. Or you have Luke Skywalker. It's like, oh, OK. And Batman. I mean, I, I think he is the best hero. He he saved like the galaxy. I mean, Batman's good, but he he at most has saved the Earth. Well, Andy, this is from Batman Returns, and while this is the game and not the movie, it's like the he's barely in Batman Returns, the movie. So it's true. I'm gonna go personal. I have to say, Luke Skywalker is the best hero of this group, um, and then Link a close second. Mm, and I'm not a huge Luke Skywalker fan. Me. I just think logically he would be the best. I yeah, I I would probably go with Link. Yeah, we're yeah. But who really was chosen by a bunch of dumb children? Well, the winner may surprise you, but in third place, it is Link. In okay. second place, surprising, the Lost Vikings. And that our really is winner, surprising. Yeah, I thought so too. And our winner, possibly even more surprising, is Kirby. Well, technically he can do anything the others can, I guess, <laughs> in a way. It's true, the pink puffball. I would like to see Kirby attain Batman powers. <laughs> yeah, what would his no, power they're... be? They're, they're really missing out. Uh, get Batman and Smash Brothers or something. Um, so now I'm someone who has only played the Kirby games that we have played for this podcast. So are there other, you know, I know there are plenty of other games or maybe other media. Like, does Kirby have like a personality? Can he talk or anything? I don't think he ever talks. Yeah. I think he is whatever personality you think he should have. Okay. He's not the, he's not a badass edgelord like Bubsy. No, no. <laughs> but I, I'm agreeing with you here. The Lost Vikings is a crazy second place because no one talks about that game anymore at all. It's a shame. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Great game. Yeah. All right, Nick, what is our next category? Our next category is best villain. The flip side of the coin here. And our nominees are Dr. Wily from Mega Man 5, Darth Vader from Super Empire Strikes Back, Andross from Dark Fox, The Dark Queen from mm. Battletoads and Double Dragon, M. Bison from Street Fighter 2 Turbo, The Penguin from Batman Returns, Marvin the Martian from Daffy Duck the Marvin Missions, Goro from Mortal Kombat, and Jafar from Aladdin. All right, well... This might be the only time I can do my uh, Marvin the Martian impersonation. So <laughs> the Illudium Q36 explosive space modulator. <laughs> I think that would be no, that would not be my first pick. Um, oh. I, I would have to say perhaps uh, the Dark Queen would be my favorite villain to I, look I, at. I wonder if she's uh, better animated this time around or has even one frame of movement. <laughs> I don't know, but this is also another bonkers list of characters to think of hanging out or being in the same category. Well, it's it's truly interesting. That makes me wonder why, you know, like, why is Marvin the Martian here, you know? And, and why are there, what are there, 10 nominees for hero, but only nine for villain? Yeah, and mm. a lot of these are the flip side of coins. Like, we don't have Arrow the Acrobat's uh, villain because no one knows who yeah. that is. Yeah, we don't have Aladdin. Uh, we don't, you know, <laughs> it's kind of strange. We don't have Bubsy's villain. Yeah. My pick here would be M. Bison easily. That dude, oh. when you play Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, on the hardest difficulty and you get the bison you want to pull your hair out oh yeah it's terrible like the only i don't even know if it works on the high difficulties but or maybe not even on street fighter turbo or street fighter 2 turbo where you know you can cheese him with the lightning kick with chun li 
but that's like the only way because in bison like you know this is as an older fighting game on a on a console they they cheat so bad once they get there like where they just have like zero recovery frames and stuff you know to where it's like it's in, it's incredible it's, it sucks <laughs> so does that make m bison your best villain as well I, I mean i like darth vader of course just in general but and he's very difficult in super empire strikes back so oh, yeah that, but, but i do love me some m bison but I don't know. It's like Dr. Wiley. It's like, come on, man. You haven't done it yet. What? Yeah. Come up with something. Anyways. And we all know that Andros's enemy is my enemy. But I think, uh, I'll, you know, not a big Street Fighter guy. So I'm going to stick with the stupid choice of the Dark Queen. Okay. Well, and the winner is winners are third place, Darth Vader. What a weird thing to say. Most impressive. <laughs> uh, second place is Dr. Wiley. And out of nowhere, first place is Goro. top tier character design that's for sure oh yeah i i like him i think he looks cool and i i think since mortal Kombat is you know it's that digitized graphics it kind of looks cool because he's not a real person you know but it works in in the in the game but it's like yeah, he's, not he's, even, he's, he's not claymation even, right in the in the game i think so or <clears throat> stop animation sir claymation is a it's like trademarked will, or whatever will vinson is that his trademark I, I don't know but he will not let it go and i don't blame okay him. but well, I do like Goro in a way. It's like he, he's not even the final boss, you know? It's like, but he won, man. The people have spoken. Well, our next category is the most innovative game. And these are all Super Nintendo games. So sorry, old systems, which which I feel is wrong because really at the end of its lifespan is when the, the NES was at its most innovative and you were getting like the craziest graphics, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, you're right. It's it's interesting. But here uh, in this category this year, we have Sim Ant, EVO, The Search for Eden, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Shadowrun, The Lost Vikings, and Super Bomberman. Well, that's actually a pretty innovative grouping, I would say, for the most part. So what would you say the innovations are in these games? Um, I mean, Super Bomberman is what, four-player adapter? Is that why? I think so. Mm -hmm. Shadowrun is a pretty, which we've discussed, is an interesting and you could say innovative mix between RPG and kind of point-and-click game. Okay. Lost Vikings, you're controlling three characters. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Evo is a crazy fun, awesome action. I guess you could say RPG where you're evolving your own life form throughout, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we need to cover that one because I, I rented it. And I don't know if I can't remember if I beat it or not. I got familiar with that one at all, I, actually. Oh, it's it's really cool. You start off as like uh like an ancient fish, and then you have to eat animals to get evolution points, and you can involve <laughs> like horns or better teeth or fins or you know, and you you play through like six, I think, different time uh, era levels, I guess you could say. But uh, it, it's a lot of fun, and you know, it, it's it's fun because you can get kind of creative with it too. Certainly sounds innovative. Sim ant that makes a kind of sense. It's a sim game with you know I guess some like AI type stuff going on for the ants. Yeah, I never got into sim ant. Uh, so same can't say. But then zombies ain't my neighbors. It's cool, but I don't know how innovative it is. It's, you know, I've never played it, so I mean, I know it's it's what two player. You get uh, you've never played it. No. Or, okay, I've I have never played, played it either. It. To be fair, <laughs> I have played it a little bit, but it was always like just for a few minutes. You know, I never, I never sat down and really gave it the go. It probably for some reason I, I thought we had covered this game for the for the for the podcast. No, man. And so, Zombies Ate My Neighbors is that it's not procedurally generated, is it? No. Okay, I see. I guess you'll see sometime soon, maybe. 
I'd love to. Apparently, there's a sequel to it called Ghoul Patrol. You guys familiar with that? Yes. <laughs> spiritual no sequel. Oh, okay. okay. Both LucasArts games, if I'm correct. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So in third place, for most innovative, we have Shadowrun. Mm, great game. Woo. Second, Super Bomberman, the first four-player game for the Super Nintendo. That's what they say. Mm. And number one, The Lost Vikings. Uh, the champ all right go play it if you haven't played it yep it's it's a great game it's fun and and it is innovative and it stars the second best heroes of the year (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) all right next up we've got best snes sports game i know we all love sports games here the the category we are the most (laughs) um qualified to talk about for sure indeed we are and our nominees this year are going to be nhl stanley cup Madden NFL 94, <laughs> Boxing Legends of the Ring, Nigel Mansell's World Championship Racing, WWF Royal Rumble, and Tecmo Super NBA Basketball. Wow. Have you guys yeah. played I, any I've of played these games? none of them. None of those games. <laughs> Not even. I don't even think I've played. I might have played Royal Rumble once or twice, but. I don't think I have. I, I definitely didn't back in my youth. I, I feel like since then I might have. I I don't know. I know I played now, some either Super Nintendo. Here's my next question. Or, I don't know. Is Do either of you guys know who Nigel Mansell is? I think he's Sounds a racing British. world champion. He is. Yes, you got that one right. <laughs> uh, he's a British driver. Well, this begs the question, fellas. Does the podcast need a few more sports games covered? I mean, I know, the fans should at, let at us know point. at cartridgecommand at gmail. They absolutely should, because it, it might be kind of funny to hear us bumble our way through. <laughs> like, I'm playing a game to, with rules to a game I barely understand, but well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, at some point, we definitely have to cover the Tecmo games. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, we have covered some uh, wrestling games as well. And racing games. Top Gear. Top know. Gear. Uh, one boxing game so far. Yeah, I like a few boxing games, so yeah. So we'll I, get there. We'll get there. You're right. So you're which right. was the best? <laughs> Uh, So in third place, it's going to be NHL Stanley Cup. In second place, it's going to be Madden NFL 94. And our winner is Tecmo Super NBA Basketball. So maybe that's the one we should play. I have never heard of anyone ever talking about a Tecmo basketball game. I was just thinking the same thing. And... (laughs) And, but it is kind of interesting, too, because we've got Madden here. And I think, is this like, I thought Sega got the Madden license right after. They had it first. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I think actually the very first Madden games were, were computer only. Oh. And then they became Genesis exclusives. And I don't know if this was the first one here, but. uh, You know, I'll be damned. I think I actually had Madden 94. I had a Madden game and I'm looking at the cover of this. I think this is the one that I had. It's fun oh, game. no kidding. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure my, my brother used to play Madden sometimes, so but on much later systems, of course. Yeah. Uh, so you you had Madden 94. I did. I actually played that game and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I knew I had one of the Maddens. I just didn't know if that was the one. And based on the cover art, that's that's the one that I had. All right. And while my dad was a Formula One guy, uh, I looked at Nigel Mansell and he rings no bells to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on to our final three categories, the best overall, right? And this will be, we'll start with the best overall for the Super NES. And the nominees are Secret of Mana, The Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse, The Lost Vikings, Mortal Kombat, Super Empire Strikes Back, 
Super Mario All-Stars, Star Fox, and Street Fighter 2 Turbo. A lot of nominees with the letter S here. Over half. And a couple, <laughs> a couple supers as well. Yeah, yeah. But this is, you know, a lot of great games in this category. You know, we've got, we've covered Secret of Mana. We have, me and Dale have secretly recorded a Magical Quest episode that is in the pipeline and has been for a long time. <laughs> we talked about Lost Vikings. Someday I'd like to do the Super Star Wars games because I do have some nostalgia for them despite their somewhat cruel difficulty. Crushing difficulty. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not a big year for RPGs, I, I, I'm noticing. Secret of Mana no. is kind of holding I, on. I'm not a huge... Source true and that game was amazing but i am not a huge all-stars fan yeah not a, i just don't I, the art direction is just i don't like it i feel you i feel you agreed uh star fox great street fighter 2 turbo great this is a strong category agreed out that. of this list personally i'm gonna have to go with secret of mana i i would probably go with that or or street fighter 2 turbo i think you'd have a hard time arguing against secret of mana being the actual best game out of all these games but uh I'd go yeah. with Mickey personally. I think. Well, what yeah. did the youth of America in 1993 say? Well, they shouted it out loud from the highest mountains. In third place, the Magical Quest, starring Mickey Mouse. All right. In second place, Secret of Mana. Okay. And our dark horse candidate taking first place is Mortal Kombat. Mm. oh the weak sauce version yeah i i wholeheartedly disagree uh uh, this isn't even the best version of mortal kombat like i think the sega genesis one is better if you provided you have a non-three button controller but correct stuff man uh like i would i would say mortal kombat was by far the weakest nominee here but i could see it being so popular at the time in 93 or so yeah a lot of hype acclaim paid off nintendo power just something yeah i mean it's possible. It's a travesty. Dark money's floating around behind the scenes. <laughs> Next, we have the best Game Boy game, and our nominees are Kirby's Pinball Land, Felix the Cat, Kid Dracula, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Mega Man 4, Yoshi's Cookie, and Mega Man 3. M- Mega Man 3, man, uh, and 4, so they're, they're double dipping again. Do you think that's a good strategy? Are they splitting their vote, or... Uh, totally it's you can't have both of those and 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 when now i didn't know that felix the cat had a game boy one or that anyone cared about enough to nominate it (laughs) well i mean i have piddled around with the nes one and it's pretty solid so yeah i've heard that is a good side-scrolling platformer i don't know if we mentioned yet but uh, apparently Mega Man 4 on game boy is an entirely different game from Mega Man 4 on the nes did you guys know that? Well, they all so most of the Game Boy games are like a split of two game of NES ones. Yeah, they're weird where they have like four bosses from Mega Man 2 and four from Mega Man 3, so they have a which is kind of fun, I think, because you mm-hmm. get to try different weapons against different bosses, you know. Mm. Uh and also Yoshi's Cookie should not be here. Yeah, yeah. Yoshi's Cookie, I I never really got into only on accident because I thought it was the Yoshi game. Mm-hmm. which is also a puzzle game so a classic confusion and i've never played it for more than five minutes either because it doesn't seem fun especially when you have growing up against uh link's awakening kid dracula yeah i mean mm-hmm. we all know the the the, the winner i mean spoiler <laughs> it has to be link's awakening right i mean this is insane if it was anything else <laughs> well we'll see man we shall see because the third place one is yoshi's cookie no one that's a, that's a lie wow no one voted in third for that. place <laughs> Put Kid Dracula. In second there. place, we have Mega Man Four. So you know, there you go. So Mega. So I, I was wrong there. They didn't split the vote. Yeah, 
And then finally, yes, in first place, Link's Awakening. Of course, mm. as it should. To no one's surprised. Yeah. No. I think at some point here, I will end up buying that remake for the Switch. Mm. I oh, feel like yeah. I need to play it too. I think it's been long enough since I've played the other one. It came out right after we played it for the podcast. So I was like, yeah. I just beat it. Have you, have you never played it, Zelda? Or I'm sorry, Dale? Link's Awakening? Yeah. The the, the remake? Of the, I've definitely played the original. I, I don't have the remake yet. Oh, so, okay. Uh, in terms gotcha. of remakes, I've actually on the never Switch, played. Though. I've been yeah. uh, absorbed in uh, Super Mario RPG, by the way. So Nick, definitely check that one out. Yeah, my oh, youngest yeah. is uh, just beat that one, so they loved it. Yeah, it's awesome. Heck yeah, G- they love uh, Gino. Everybody loves Gino. Uh, <sighs> Mallow is where it's at, baby. Mallow, yeah. dude. And uh, I've actually never played. I've, I think I've played. But I've never beat the original Game Boy version of Link's Awakening. I've always played the the DX oh. color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's good. That, in- that's the one I own. I don't know. I, Either way, it's good with only two colors. Sad story. I actually borrowed Link's Awakening from a friend when I was a kid, and I played it on Game Boy, and I ended up losing his copy of the cart. So I had to save up all my money and go buy him a new one and ended up getting him the the DX version, which I played a little bit before I gave it to him. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's rough, though, man. All right, fellas, this is our final category, and it's going to be our best NES game of 1993. Our nominees are Yay. Battletoads and Double Dragon, RC Pro-Am 2, Kirby's Adventure, DuckTales 2, Fire and Ice, Yoshi's Cookie, and Mega Man 5. Now, this is not a, uh, the Fire and Ice in this is not a game based on the animated film, correct? <laughs> no, unfortunately. I don't know, that might be one of the... I still haven't seen it because I kind of hate Ralph Bakshi's animation, but I've heard that's a good one. So I know it. What is it? A puzzle game? Yeah, it's I think it's a sequel to Solomon's Key. Oh, no. OK, it's like you make like ice blocks and then you have to melt them, you know, and you jump them and that. I'm not here for that. How about uh, DuckTales 2? I only played a little bit, but it's I mean, hey, it's just more of DuckTales, which is mm-hmm. not a bad thing. Yoshi's Cookies in here again. I Never more than five minutes. <laughs> Who do y'all think so really this wins category this category? Uh, you know, it's hard to say. I would I would think maybe a Mega Man, but it, honestly, Kirby? It's got to be Kirby. He's our greatest hero. That is yeah, true. yeah. I mean, how did it shake out? Well, all right then. In third place, it was indeed Kirby. In second place was Battletoads and Double Dragon. And our best NES game of 1993 is hmm. RC Pro-Am 2. RC Pro-Am 2. I have never played it. Yeah, I'd really like to, though, because I love the first one. And is this, I think this has a four player, does it? Or no, am I hallucinating? I think I'm hallucinating. Is it hallucinating if you're just thinking about it wrong? Or do you have to, like, imagine the cart? No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, hey, North American box art says four player adapter on it, buddy. I'm t- oh, okay. There we go. So the nightmares have become real. Ah, I, I, I mean, it sounds like a, a really fun game because I, I do like RC Pro M1 a lot, but I feel like. Heck yeah. Kirby's need adventure, to... man. Come on. That should be. Yeah, for sure. So I just want to go over a few more stats here with you guys, because, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting, but I feel like a lackluster ending to our. <laughs> I mean, a, a whole series of ones we never played. So uh, just off without thinking about too much, what do you think was the, the biggest award winner of the night? Oh, oh uh, well, you know, what? let's go with nominations. OK. So there were um, 12 games that got four nominations or more. Oh, wow. Okay. Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Secret of Mana, Mega Man 4, The Lost Vikings, and Kirby's Pinball Land all had four nominations. All right. Okay. Uh, beating them was 
Mario All-Stars, Battletoads, and Double Dragon. They both had five. I think they were both overrepresented. Agreed. And in the sixth nomination camp, we have Super Empire Strikes Back and The Legends of Zelda. Oh, also Kirby's Adventure. That was another sixer. Understandable. And then, oddly enough, our seven nomination category only has two in it, and it's Star Fox and Mega Man 5. Mm. It's pretty crazy. It, it, you know, that the interesting thing about nominations is it's like these are not based on, you know, it's not like the 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 readers nominate them. You know, we just vote on what they pick. Yeah. And so you were right. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening took home five awards, making it the the big winner of the evening. That's true. Yeah. That's as, true. As it should be, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Yeah. With, with the exception of, I guess, Secret of Mana, I would say. It's probably the best game <laughs> this year that, or at least you know, that was released in these awards. Mm, Street Fighter Two Turbo, though, man, oh, that's that's uh, I don't know. That game stuck with me a lot longer than yeah, the, the rest of the right. games in this list. You know, <laughs> I you're, I agree there. That's true. That is true. Definitely the king of replay value, but it's just uh, I don't know. It, it is interesting uh, to see the. I guess the opinions of the powers that be. I'm not surprised about Star Fox being as popular as it was too with that, you know, uh, the new GFX chip that they developed specifically mm-hmm. for the SNES card and people being really excited about those those graphics. I mean, I was. I yeah. rented that game as soon as physically possible. It was a tech marvel. And while, while it's not nearly as graphically <laughs> impressive as it was back then, nowadays, it still holds up because it's a, it's a decent, you know, I guess, what is that, third-person shooter? Because uh, it, Spaceship, you know, you, you didn't get a whole lot of that from behind. back. You know, most shooters were overhead or side-scrolling, so or the yeah. true first-person where you're inside the cockpit, which I personally am not a huge fan of. So, And as know, a Star side Fox... note, have you, have you guys played Star Fox 2 that they finally released 30-some years later on the Nintendo Super Nintendo Classic console? I did not, but I, I, my son played through the entire thing, I think, twice. So I, I, I watched a oh, lot wow. of it being played. I, man, I, I keep forgetting it's on there. I need to check Turns it out. He, he became a huge Star Fox fan uh, after playing the first one and then the N64 one. Uh, so much so that we bought whatever that game was, Starfield? No, that's the new one. We bought some game that was like uh, you could scan in actual physical ship models and oh, their guns. Wow. And then you would have that ship in the game. And the Nintendo Switch version came with a um, space wing. Is that what they are? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With an R wing. And then a whole like mini chunk of the game, which was still like, I guess, five or six hours of gameplay that was Star Fox specific. Oh, cool. So it was like the most modern Star Fox you could get. Right on. I'm going to look up the name of that so I don't feel as stupid. A lot of rumors about Switch 2 heating up right now. Uh, They're saying it's probably going to come out this year, 2024. And there's also rumors they're going to revive Star Fox on it as well. It was Starlink, the battle for Atlas. Okay. I wonder if they'll, you know, I feel like Shigeru Miyamoto is kind of infamous for not wanting to go back and make a true sequel to the N64 one being like, well, we already did that. And it's like, yeah, we know. We want more, dude. We all <laughs> loved it. Yeah, everyone loved it. And they're like, no, let's make a, what did they make like a real time strategy and then like an RPG and like these other where it's like, oh, any... there's like a first person, like a third person <laughs> yeah. shooter, like, like a Reno one. They're like, anything except the game you, you truly want. 
Yeah, Indeed. the GameCube one was a, a reskin. It was some Dinosaur Planet game, and they just slapped Star Fox on the cover of it and changed some of the characters, and that was it. They put Fox in it, oh. and that was it. Yeah, don't you run around on, on foot for like a big chunk of that game? I think the entire game, yeah. And you're just beating up dinosaurs with a stick. So, <laughs> what, what everybody wanted from Fox McCloud. Uh, finally, the prophecy has come true. Well, folks, I hope you really uh, enjoyed reliving our memories of the. Uh, Nintendo Awards, or what was once known as the Nesters. They'll always be Nesters in my heart. They will. And, uh, you know, I think this might be the last year that the Nintendo is included here. Oh, that's true. Man. Yeah. So next time we do one, it'll just be the Super Nintendo and possibly Game Boy at the time. Maybe wow. Game Boy Color. We'll see when that one comes out. The end of an era. For sure. Dale, thank you for joining us. It's always great having the three amigos on the cast. Absolutely. Dude. Thanks for having me. We'll definitely have to get back together sooner than later to record something fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next week's game. So find a copy of that game and play along, friends. That's right. And if you want to let us know who you voted for in the 1993 Nintendo Power Awards or who you would have voted for, you can do it. Cast your ballots to cartridgecommand at gmail.com and maybe we'll tabulate some of our own results. Listeners, let your voices be heard. Yeah. And should we start an Instagram? years after it's popular <laughs> to let us know because we could be telling you to join us there otherwise let us know on uh, facebook at cartridge command yeah i mean i think yeah. we'll still get a message if you send it on x but i'm not really actively checking it so yeah let us know, know if you want to see the uh out. the long lost mickey's magical quest episode that, that may or may not ever see the light of day <laughs> oh it will it is it is safely tucked away my friend for a special occasion oh no <laughs> no it sounds great guys and we must also go out of our way to thank those fine awesome and wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command it is your support that really keeps this show happening we are working class guys working crazy hours trying to find time to do this podcast for you but knowing that there's people out there that want to give us one two five however many dollars they want to do that really keeps us moving forward trucking along and you guys pay for our hosting fees you know our uh, zencaster all this stuff you make it so we can actually get this out to you every time we do yeah we love it we love it and if you haven't, if you haven't given consider doing so even a dollar a month we'd help us out a lot so thank you all so very very much yeah and as always cartridge commandos yeah game on Yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Game on. All right, let me stop this. Mega Man 5. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Large Marge. <laughs> uh.